This, this is the Kristen and Knight podcast. Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3. Tis Kristen and Knight for Hi. breakfast. Morning. And we are joined right now by a very special guest. Uh, he's a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Would you say he's our official science advisor? Of course he is. I mean, he's our official something. Please put your mitts together for Dr. Brad Tucker from Matt Stromlo Observatory. Dr. Brad. How's it going? Oh, mate, your love of understanding and enthusiasm for all things astronomical, it makes my heart sing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because here's the thing, there are kitties listening, Dr. Brad, and they like space as well. <laughs> uh, and we want to tell the kitties today about some very exciting news. Have we or have we not maybe found ourselves a new planet? Yes, and not only have we found a new planet, uh, it's actually in a completely different galaxy. Wow. So, you know, in a galaxy far, far away, there now is a planet that we know of. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Does it have any, any small moons that could be a space station? Not yet. Okay. It's about, it's about two times the size of a Saturn. So oh. it's, a pretty big, it's a pretty big planet. Okay. And it's really far away from its star. So it's further than Neptune is in our solar system. So it's a very unique planet. But all the other things that we know of, all the other planets, have been in our galaxy. Because mm. it's really hard to find these faraway things. So the fact that we've seen one yeah. in a galaxy 26 million light years away is astounding. So, I mean, the fact that, yes, we found it in another galaxy, that's huge. Does that potentially mean that we could discover another planet like Earth in that other galaxy? Mm. Exactly. So, you know, the, the question has always been, all right, well, we have lots of planets in our galaxy and we think there's billions, maybe even trillions. Mm. But are there in other galaxies? And there's no reason to believe that there aren't. But, you know, until, until you know, you just want to make sure you're not going crazy, right? Yeah. You're not making sure that you're not, or that the Milky Way isn't really unique or special. So now that we do know it, the list of potential planets goes from, you know, trillions to, you know, some absurdly long number aliens yeah, uh, yeah. with all of these things out there. And that's the exciting bit here. There's probably billions and trillions of Earths out there. Dr. Brad, uh, have we made an attempt yet to name this planet? Has it mm. been officially named? Because I've got some suggestions in Same. case. Um, so, we, so unfortunately, the attempts at naming have been, let's say, less than desirable. Oh. Uh, oh. We have ULS dash one dash M. Oh, my God. Potential names. I know. Who named that? Elon Musk? <laughs> well, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sure in two days it'll be on his list to go to. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no you know, the thing is, you know, it's just this candidate right now, so we don't have a nice name. So, yes, you yeah. know, maybe we should have a good competition for well, that, that name. That name sort of lacks a bit of pizzazz, you'd have to admit, yeah. Dr. Brad. You guys are wonderful at finding things, uh, scientists, but you're terrible at naming them. It's true. Um, yeah, look, the, the, with the naming department, we definitely need some help here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, the first one that springs to mind has to be Planet McPlanet Face. We've got to put that one up because that's just the rule. That's how science works. Kristen, uh, yeah. you got any ideas? Uh, no, I'd have to think about it. I, okay. I want to be able to think about it and come back to you. You, you want to call it Davidson 3 or something? No. Maybe. But, I was um, just trying to think of a personality that was really wacky and really out there. I don't know, and just kind of, yeah. And name it after them, potentially. Oh, God. Yeah, can you imagine? What, Nige? Mm. Oh, I don't know. I've already got an alpaca named after me, Dr. Brad. I feel like that's (laughs) enough responsibility for a bloke my age. But um, Well, maybe it's a planet full of alpacas. You never know. Wow. And they have their own alpaca community and Mm. their own system of government. Exactly. Oh, God, the possibilities. Right? 
Oh, Dr. Brad, you, you go research more alpacas uh, and we will, we will catch up with you next time we discover another planet. Thank you for your time this morning. Take care. Now, kids, sign up for some astronomy classes. Yeah. Because uh, we need a new Dr. Brad mm-hmm. eventually. We need, we need you to replace him, okay? Study the science, learn about the stars. It's amazing. Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Great afternoon to maybe just lie on the grass in your backyard and stare mm-hmm. up at the sky and wonder what it's all about. Mm. Maybe while you're there, coming up, uh, come up with a new advertising slogan, make a couple of million bucks. Okay, so what is this top five? There's money to be made, Kristen. Well, look, mm. advertising slogans are, are a thing. We hear them all the time. For example, uh, Taste the Rainbow. Uh, y- you'll hear that used yeah. when they're advertising Skittles, mm-hmm. you know. But does it... The question I've been asking myself for the last 24 hours is, does, do, do these slogans really capture the essence of the brand? Or do they need to be reworked a bit? And the answer is, well, yes, they need to be reworked a bit. Right. All of them do. And I put five of them together. Just to, to give you an example, and, and look, any of these companies who are listening, mm. these are on the house. You don't have to pay them <laughs> for them. If you want to pick this them time. up and run with them, just knock yourself out. Mm. Uh, uh, and you're welcome in advance. For example, here in the number five spot, Kristen, of the top five lists of advertising slogans, if companies just told the honest truth, mm. is the iPad from Apple. Yep. Distracting your toddler for you since 2010. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so true. Sums it up, doesn't it? Oh. Tells the truth. Yeah. I feel like if you if you did that, uh, put that in your thing, you'd actually sell more iPads. Mm -hmm. Number four, Kristen, is for Pepsi Cola. Yep. And the new slogan for Pepsi Cola needs to be, I'm sorry, we're out of Coke. Is a Pepsi okay? (laughs) Oh, Give that a it's, run. It's never okay. No thanks. No, it's really not, is it? No. Uh, number three in the top five list of advertising slogans, if companies told the honest truth, Benadryl. Oh, yes. Because you can't have a cough if you're unconscious. <laughs> it's just funny because it knocks you out a bit when you take the Benadryl. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's how. I, I ain't no doctor, uh. but I don't think you can cough when you're unconscious, can you? I don't know. <laughs> uh, what about this one, Kristen, in the number two spot? Gucci. Oh, yes. Oh, new slogan for Gucci. Mm-hmm. Being expensive is literally our entire marketing campaign. <laughs> it's true. That's all they have to do. Very true. Uh, and, Kristen, I've saved uh, hopefully the best to last. There we go. Number one in the top five list of advertising slogans. If companies just told the honest truth, Tupperware. Mm. When you want to throw some food away, just not right now. <laughs> You're listening to the Kristen and Knight Podcast. Mix 106.3. There's a segment we want to whip out here for you right now that mm. we've, we haven't done for a little while on the show. No, it's our dinner party conversations. It is. Uh, this it's, is... it's to get us fit. Dinner party fit yeah. in regards to conversations when we're, you know, out and about seeing each other. The festive season. I mean, lockdown has eased, but um, I feel like in the next few months there's going to be a lot more dinner parties happening mm. uh, than you could possibly fathom, Kristen. And, yep. And if this is about getting you ready. Let's let's fire up our dinner party music. Mm. There we go. Uh, getting you ready for, for getting back into the chit-chat and, the, mm. and the, the mindless banter you have to have around the table mm-hmm. with some intriguing hypotheticals to discuss. Yes. Uh, but this one, not so much hypothetical, for real. Where, what was your inspiration here, Chris? It's a fascinating so, question. Well, the, okay, so 62421063, feel free to join the dinner party conversation anytime. And the question mm. is, what is the photo, the most recent photo that you've taken on your phone? 
Yeah. And the and you know what is it and why did you take it? And the yeah. reason that I ask is I've got a friend who is a psychologist. Oh, oh, I'm sorry and to hear she, that. <laughs> they're, they're a dangerous friend to have sometimes, aren't they? <laughs> so, especially when they're silent. Yeah. And they're just looking at you and you're like, oh, my God, I'm crazy, aren't I? They're not looking, Kristen, they're judging. <laughs> anyway, she was kind of saying that um, uh, whenever she meets new clients, that it's actually a really great window into them and who they are. This exercise that I she mean, gets them to do, it's almost like an icebreaker, right? Well, it's so entirely she, dependent upon what the photo is. Well, that's just it. I mean, you know, basically, you know, she looks at things like, I mean, what is the photo? Mm. But when did you take the photo? And why did you take the photo? And why did you take the photo? So, for example, like if you had, I don't know, a mum in there and, you know, the last photo that she's taken is a family photo and they're out in the garden and all of that sort of stuff and it was only taken yesterday, Mm. then from a psychologist's point of view, she's like, okay, well, we're, we're, we're on a good foot here. You know, you're hanging out with your family, you're out in the sunshine, you've taken it yesterday, you're obviously having such a wonderful time that you've been able to take this photo and you're having a great moment. Or is it, you know, yesterday someone's taken a photo and it's a meme just that they've seen online. Well, okay, you've got a great sense of humour, you know, you've obviously taken the photo because you want to share it. Um, Yeah, so she was basically saying that the last photo on your phone is a really great insight into who you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what's the, now, what is the most recent photo on your phone? On my phone? Mm. Honestly? It's, it's a photo of my new chair. Oh, my God, hilarious. This is the one that you took. Well, you took it yesterday to send it to me. Yeah, I sent it to I sent you the photo and I sent it to Billy just mm. with, with the caption, Behold! <laughs> um, but see, that's great. I got, I got a new chair and I wanted to show you my new chair. <laughs> That's great. You know, I haven't finished, Kristen. It's got oh. cup holders. <laughs> what would your friend say about that? She'd be like, so clearly you define yourself and your success by material possessions <laughs> and other people's opinions of them. No, but, you know, obviously that you're happy about something in your life well, and you're so you happy that you wanted to share it with your other with your other friends. You don't you know. know. You, you cannot know true happiness mm. until you've got a chair with a cup holder mm. in it. So if you are brave on 62421063, what is the most recent photo that you've got on your phone and why did you take it? Mm. Sounds like the Kristen and Knight podcast. Sounds like Mix 106.3. Kate from Wanboyne, good morning. <gasps> Hi, Kate. Hi there, how are you going? You're good. So. We're about to determine your mental state based on the photo you've got on your phone, apparently. <laughs> I hope we're not languishing. And, and when you took it... Uh, okay. What's Kate. the photo of? Um, it was horse poo. Horse oh, poo! This is so good. Do you know what? I don't even need to know. Contact, that is perfect. You're doing a great job. Mm. No problems. <laughs> Kate, when did you take it? Uh, yesterday afternoon and again this morning. Oh, yeah, two, yeah and, all right. And, and to send to the vet? Yeah, uh, not to send to the vet, but um, I did send the first one to the vet. Yeah. Um, and then just the other one was to make me happy. Um, <laughs> I like you, Kate. Oh, God, I love it. And I'm no psychologist, <laughs> but I think you're doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the first photo says you, you care and empathise with your horses, which is great. The second photo says you're awesome. You know, so there's no losers here. Well, 
The first one was, oh, I hope he's getting well, and the second one was, it looks really good. He's yeah. still yeah. not out of the woods. <laughs> yeah. They're on the way to getting over colic. Yeah. So we like an output from a horse with colic. Yeah. Kate, don't ever stop I taking photos, and know this, you are mm. welcome on this show any time at all. Mm, you sure are. <laughs> Even if Thank we're you. not on air, just call up and we'll put you on. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, Kate. Bye, honey. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and just quickly, oh, Nick. Oh, that's so good. Let's bring it home and see how Nick in Queanbeyan's going. Hi, Nick. Hello, how are we all, guys? Good. Oh, wow, bringing the vibes. What's what's the latest pick on your phone? Uh, not not something as hilarious as horse poop. More of a bit of a retro uh, thing. It's an old 80s boombox I just recently bought. <gasps> oh, oh With a, it's love got a it. cassette player built in? Yeah, cassette player built in, carry it on your shoulder and break your collarbone while you're at it. Oh, a wonderful and stand outside someone's house and just play them a song and try and yell at them because of their bedroom is always up on the second story for some reason. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. That is cool. What colour is it? It's like a a gold with a bit of brown, with a bit of... Mm. Off green. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's I how we did this. it back in the day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah oh, they were hideous. Yeah, sound was pretty wild. Yeah, see, now I want one. Good on yeah, you, Nick. Thanks, thanks very much for the call, man. And enjoy that no boombox. Shall do. Have a good one, guys. There you go. See? I'm going to get me on the eBay later. Mm-hmm. Get me a get me a old Panasonic or something. Fire it up. You're listening to the Kristen and Knight Podcast. Mix 106.3. Good morning, friends. Good morning, Hi. all. Um, uh, even if we're not friends, a very good morning to you. But I feel like we all are. Mm. Especially when we're talking about weird, wacky memorabilia, Kristen, which is yeah. our topic of conversation this morning. Uh, after we found out that Celine Dion's chewing gum, used chewing gum, has been framed by Adele as a piece of memorabilia. How much do you think I'd pay for it? Oh, well, I found out the other day what you'd be prepared to pay for a treadmill, so it's kind of ruined my whole economic system when it comes to you. I don't know. I reckon you, I reckon you, wouldn't, you wouldn't bat an eyelid at paying a grand for oh, a piece yeah, of chewing gum. Oh, yeah, for and sure. way more than that, would you? I'd, I reckon I'd hit the ceiling at three. Wow. After three, you're like, for a this, okay, this is getting rubber. silly. Like, but I would love it. I honestly, I would love it so much. Wow. I think I'd be buried with it. Oh, my God. Um, Celine Dion's calling her lawyers as we speak. Mm. Just it's it's pronounced A V O in English. <laughs> Celine, if you if you're wondering, and it's Davidson is the surname. Uh. Uh, before it gets really creepy, Catherine from Chisholm. Good morning. Hello. Have you got some manner of left of centre memorabilia that preferably hasn't been chewed by someone? <laughs> Mine hasn't been chewed, that's for sure. Okay. Um, I I have in the bottom of my cupboard in a plastic bag somewhere uh, a pair of green drill pants, a green flannelette shirt, mm-hmm. and a pair of tap boots tap. from the opening ceremony. Tap boots. Signed oh, by Dean Perry. Oh, <gasps> from, from oh. the 2000 Olympics. For the 2000 Olympics, <gasps> he was the choreographer. With and the... he's also the choreographer for, like, tap dogs. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh. Signed, he signed my boots. Oh, so you, oh. you were actually one of the performers at the, the, the opening ceremony yourself? That was my contribution to the opening ceremony. Then I hightailed it out of Sydney. Oh, Catherine. I thank won. you for your I service. I Okay. I saw that. It was amazing. <laughs> it was good. It was, it was very good. Way better than but Nikki yeah, Webster. Yeah, yeah. It was heaps better. And again, most things <laughs> were. But it's sitting in the bottom of my cupboard. I, I, I need to do something with it. It's sitting oh. in a plastic bag in the bottom of my cupboard. Surely. I guess, can you frame it? Of course you can. Surely. Well, it's a boot. 
Be a big fat mm. frame. It's like a full boot. Yeah. It has uh, to be a... It's like when you get granddad's old shotgun framed. It can be done. It's just going to mm. stick out from the wall a little bit. You'll be fine. Don't even worry. <laughs> it's good thing I've got little feet. Yeah, 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 indeed. Good on you, Catherine, and thanks for dancing for us. That was really quite cool. I no, actually did. I watched that. And then there were Jim yeah, Murphy it was commercials. Fun. Yeah. Biggest, biggest audience I've ever had. Yeah. Did anyone else wonder why how Jim Murphy could afford ads no. during the Olympics? It was amazing. No. Why have Olympics you got that then, recall? Oh, that was the one thing I remember. Like, there was the opening ceremony, and then all of a sudden, Jim's on the telly going, come mm. down to Jim Murphy's and get some drinks. You know, I'm like, oh, it's Jim. Why is he mm. on the Olympics? That's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> um, Leah from Macquarie, good morning. Hello, Nigel. How are you going? Good. You got any, uh, got any wacky memorabilia? I've, well, I bought it as a gift. Mm-hmm. A roll of toilet paper with photos of Donald Trump on it. <gasps> oh, okay, that's a good one. Oh, that's one up on the Howards. Yeah, Nigel would love that. I feel like my mum would like one of those too, just to complete mm-hmm. the whole set. Yep. Well, oh. I got it in Milton. It, sorry, in oh. Milton? Milton. Okay. Well, in just one of those, the fancy, like, little shops. It, it's called, I think it's called Mickey B's. It's got all sorts of stuff in it. Wow, look at that. I don't know whether they're still there because I haven't been down there for so long. No. (laughs) Those Democrats are everywhere, Kristen. Even in Milton. Uh, Leah, thank you so much for the call. That was the Kristen and Knight podcast. Fueled by McCafe. Barista make coffee 24-7. On Mix 106.3.